Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You're listening to the Lit Up Lightworker podcast, bringing you fun and soulful interviews with spiritual teachers with the aim of tuning you in and lighting you up with your host, George Lizos. Lightworker, welcome to another episode of the Lit Up Lightworker podcast. Before we get started with today's episode, I am excited to tell you that my second book, Lightworkers Gotta Work, the ultimate guide to following your purpose and creating change in the world, is coming out on August 19th and it's now available to pre-order globally on Amazon. If you're feeling the call to help make the world a better place but don't know where to start finding and following your life purpose, I wrote this book for you. It is packed with processes, rituals and meditations to help you turn on your light and get it to work so that together we create a better world. If you pre-order the book before August 2nd, 
you'll also get a two-hour live masterclass with me entitled Life Purpose Bootcamp, during which you'll get to find and define your life purpose in a specific two-paragraph definition. And you can visit georgelizos.com forward slash lightwork to get all the details. In today's episode, we're talking about breathwork and various breathing techniques you can use both in your meditation practice as well as to boost your intuition. And you know what? I've meddled with all kinds of spiritual tools and modalities over the years. Like, I'm the kind of person that loves the bells and whistles in the spiritual community. I love crystals and oils and potions, aura sprays, incense, tarot cards, you name it. Yet, however many spiritual tools I've used over the years, I always keep coming back to the basics for quick and effective results. The bells and whistles of the spiritual path are fun, but they're not essential to helping us find alignment with our inner being. In truth, our physical body is the only and most powerful tool we need. Everything else is complementary. More specifically, our breath is a magical tool for spiritual transformation, especially when used intentionally. You may have heard of the term breathwork. It is the field of study that explores the various breathing techniques we can use to achieve all kinds of results. You can use breathwork to boost your immunity, to process emotions, to enrich your creativity, increase your confidence, your joy and your happiness, to overcome addictions, to reduce your stress and anxiety levels, to release negative thoughts and to boost your intuitive abilities. The list is truly endless. To learn how to breathe correctly and purposely, I invited breathwork expert Ava Johanna to come on the Lit Up Lightworker podcast and share with us all about it. So in this episode, you will learn the different types of breathwork, what you can use breathwork for, science behind breathing correctly, and practical breathing techniques to boost your intuition. Be sure to listen to this episode until the end because Ava shares with us a practical breathing technique to boosting our intuition. And I gotta say, I've used this several times in my daily practice and I've noticed a definite opening of my clairvoyance. So I'm so excited for you to practice that. Without further ado, enjoy this episode with Ava Johanna. Ava Johanna is a spiritual business coach, host of the Alchemized Life podcast, and celebrity meditation teacher based out of Southern California. Whether on the podcast or in her one-on-one -on -one VIP program, Ava works with individuals to activate their soul's purpose, create powerful daily routines, and elevate every area of their life simply by adjusting their mindset through fully embodying the energy of empowerment and confidence. She has been featured on major wellness publications such as Mind Body Green, Wanderlust 35 Under 35, Life and Style Magazine, and Yoga Journal. Ava, welcome to the Lit Up Lightworker podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here, George. Truly, it's such I, an honor to speak with you. I am so excited to have you here. We're going to talk all about breath work today and meditation, and I want to hear all about it. But before we jump into it, I want to first hear about your story, your hero's journey. How did you start on your path, and how did you end up doing this work? 
Yeah. I mean, I've, I've told, I've told the story a lot of course, having my own podcast, but you know, it really, I I love that you said hero's journey because it really has been that kind of cycle of the hero's journey for everyone that knows what the hero's journey is. And, um, I, I like to think that my story really started when I was 15, 16 years old, because that is when my family experienced one of the bigger traumatic experiences in my life. My stepdad and my mom separated and within a few months of their separation, my mom, my sister and I were evicted from our home. Our car was repossessed. We didn't have enough money to go grocery shopping. So my mom would go to the food bank every other Saturday. And we went back and forth between living with family members, friends, neighbors, and living in and growing up in a very affluent area in LA. That was really, really challenging for me to go from having quite a bit to having nothing at all and seeing, you know, one of my best friends at 16 years old, get a Range Rover, other friends, you know, have all of these, all of these material things that as a teenager, for me, that meant, you know, that meant worthiness, that meant value. And so it sent me down this path first of just really, really striving to make a lot of money and make a lot of money as quickly as possible. So I never even ended up going to college because I just had my eye on the prize of like getting a good full-time job. And by 21 years old, I had been working at this digital marketing company down in San Diego and had completely burnt myself out. And so we were talking about this before we hopped on this, um, you know, this burnout and this exhaustion that comes from just completely working yourself into the ground. Um, granted, you were doing it while fueling this side passion and this hustle, which is now your, your, your full-time thing and your soul's purpose. But for me, it was just only working to create someone else's business. And it got to a point where I had migraines for 72 hours every other week. And it was just this cycle that I couldn't break out of. And I didn't know even that it was a cycle. I just knew that I was living a life that did not feel good and that I like, I didn't want to subscribe to anymore. And, um, what happened was at a certain point in the business that I was working at, they offered me a promotion and I knew within that moment, I kind of almost had like my life flash before my eyes where I saw where my boss was and how miserable they were. I saw where their boss was and how miserable they were. And I just realized, Oh my God, like if I continue going down this path, I'm just going to end up exactly like them. And I can look in front of me and see what my future looks like. I'm not having that. I don't want it. Like, please no. (laughs) And so from that point forward, um, I just started getting curious and exploring different paths. And what I found to be the most awakening for me was yoga and moving my body and getting still. And these were concepts that I had never really explored before or knew anything about, but I just like devoured it and became obsessed. And within a few months of starting to practice yoga, I was like, I need to do this. Like I need to teach people yoga. I need to make people feel as good as I feel because I feel incredible right now. And so I signed up for a uh, yoga teacher training. I decided with my now husband that we were going to quit our jobs at the end of the year and move to South America. And I was going to be traveling around South America teaching yoga um, and had this whole plan laid out. Did my, did my yoga teacher training, absolutely loved it, went to South America, did not teach a day of yoga, <laughs> and just really allowed myself to travel and explore. And by the time we actually ended up coming back to the United States a few months later, we um, settled back down in San Diego and I resumed my path within the wellness industry. And since then, it's been about four and a half years now, five years now, there's been many iterations of me exploring wellness and sharing wellness. But over the past few years, I've gotten really clear on 
combining my past expertise of digital marketing and branding and sales and, you know, the online space and tech with this beautiful world of wellness where so many people have such a gift inside of them, have so much love to share, but just don't know how to share it and let the intimidation of knowing how to build a business or knowing how to build a website get in the way of them actually showing up and sharing what is their dharma, what is their soul's purpose. And so I knew that it would be a great disservice for me to hold back from sharing all of these gifts that I was pretty talented in, but just didn't want to do for lawyers or um, apartment buildings anymore. And knew that I just had to share that with my community. And it's been an incredible journey. And since then, I've really made sure to focus on how we can not just make it about the sales part or the strategy, but really about bringing our intuition into building a business so we don't get burnt out. So we do still have that fuel at the end of the day where we wake up the next morning and are like, oh my God, I'm so excited to do this. I can't believe I get to do this. I just feel so grateful and so happy to be able to serve and show up on a daily basis and make a lot of money doing it. And so that's kind of what I do. Um, And then as as you had mentioned, I launched my certification program, the Academy of Breath, which we will talk about, I'm sure in a little bit, but that's me. Oh my God, what I, what I love about your story and what I think is really special and worth noting is how you used what you previously disliked, like your hustle, what you did and did not enjoy to create something that you really love and you brought spirituality into it because so many people like feeling stuck in their jobs right now, listening to this, wanting to go into spirituality, they, they, they're dreading all they're doing without realizing that what they are doing right now could be part of their recipe of success moving on. So how was it for you? I'm curious, um, shifting a lot of that anger or resentment you'd had about your work to a state of appreciation and to a point that you can use it to uh, create a new business and to help other people do that. Was it easy, like allowing yourself to accept that part of you, meaning the job you did not enjoy and make it into something that you now truly enjoy and teach about? Yeah, that's such a great question. You know, when I was first searching for a corporate job, one of my girlfriends lent me a book called What Color Is Your Parachute? And I think there's been many rounds of this book being published. And I, it's been a while. I haven't read it in a while. So I don't know if I necessarily recommend it. But there was one thing that really stood out to me from reading that book, which was to find the intersection between your passions and your skills hmm. and to look, look back at all of the past jobs you've had from the very beginning job that you've had to now and just pull out the things that are actually really valuable. Even if it's just knowing how to communicate well with other people or knowing how to make someone feel special. Like if you worked a retail job in high school and you made someone feel really special whenever they tried on dresses in the dressing room, you know, like that's a skill too. That is to be, um, charming and to, you know, be just like magnetic and pull people into that energy where they feel special. And so it's recognizing that like the package in which those skills came in may not have been the most ideal package, but the skills themselves are transferable into making your soul's purpose or whatever it is that you want to step into something even more powerful. And so for me, I've always kind of had that in the back of my mind, but I will say that I did come from a very masculine strategic logical approach. And what 
I have had to deal with, which I think a lot of people have to deal with that are moving from the corporate space into owning their own business is that when we forget about the actual energy and the why and the soul of what we are doing and only focus on the strategy and the logical or maybe watch someone's webinar that says like six figure launch in 30 days or something like that and we follow step by step and it doesn't work for us what i've found is that anytime that i've done that i've always stepped away and if it didn't work asking myself and questioning whether or not i'm worthy or good enough to have that type of success and so when i noticed that i was only focusing on the masculine, the logical, the strategy, the action, and not really also pulling in the feminine, which was the creation, the receptivity, the fluidity, um, and that just like really focusing on the soul and the heart of what I was doing, that I, um, I, I wasn't able to move the needle as quickly as possible and or yeah. as quickly as I could in, in my business. But when I started adding in that feminine, that's when the magic started happening. That's when I was creating a business and taking action from a place of inspiration and intuition. And so I think that was like the one challenging thing that I've had to overcome as far as, um, you know, respecting and honoring and being grateful for the skills that I have, but also recognizing that there is a better way to do things that's intuitive. Um, but overall, I feel very like grateful that I have kind of always had in the back of my head that these skills are really going to support me one day in building my own business. And in fact, at a certain point when I was managing social media for different businesses, I had thought to myself, why am I doing this for other people when I could just be doing this for myself? And so that was kind of another catalytic moment for me as well. Um, but I do think that for anyone listening to just remember that like any skill that you are learning right now in your current job or anything that you're doing in your current job, be grateful for it because it is acting as a vehicle for you to get closer to accomplishing or stepping into your soul's purpose. We don't ever need to regret anything as far as uh, jobs go or we don't ever have to have resentment towards it because ultimately everything is lining you up to be in greatest greatest alignment for what you're meant to be doing. And so just remember that and just practice a little bit of gratitude for where you're at right now and know that it is the fuel to get you even closer to where you want to be. Absolutely. And like taking from my own, speaking from my own experience as well, like I have a degree in geography and then business management and then I work in sales at Hay House. So even though they seem unrelated to what I'm doing right now, they were all, all of them, they, were, they had aspects and they had pieces of information and, and skill sets that I need and use right now to do my work. So I 100% believe that whatever we know, whatever we learn in our past jobs or education, we can use as part of our life purpose because to, to, on a deeper spiritual level, we attracted that kind of job and that kind of uh, education for a specific purpose. And I love that you mentioned uh, that you shifted from your masculine to your feminine side because that's been my story as well. I've been very masculine in my approach and I also had to learn how to connect to the divine feminine. And um, I guess breath work is one of the tools that you use to, to shift into more of your feminine energy. So let's talk about breath work. Now, for anyone listening or watching this right now who has never heard of what breath work is, I'm sure the question that comes to mind is, how is breath work different than breathing? <laughs> mm. <laughs> so what, what is breath work, basically? 
Yeah, that's such a that's a great question, honestly, because I had a friend reach out to me the other day and he's like not in this space at all. And he's like, I'm going to start making fun of you whenever I see you talking about breath work. What do you mean? Like just breathing? I'm like, no, that's not it. <laughs> um, so there's there's dozens of different breathwork styles. I actually teach dozens of different breathwork styles. And then there's, um, you know, holotropic breathing. There's the two part breath, transformational breathing. There's Wim Hof breathing. There's so many d- different types of breathwork. And really what it is, is taking back control and power in our breath. Because as babies, when we are breathing, if you look at a baby breathing, you can see its natural flow of breath, the belly moving up, the belly softening down. But as we go through life, we have trauma, stress, anxiety, you know, some sort of perceived threat and the breath starts shortening. So we actually have three lobes of the lungs in total. And so you can look at it kind of as like our belly, our rib cage and our chest. And so, so many people right now, if you're listening and just take a moment, and feel yourself breathing, most people are just breathing in their chest. So they're only using a third, a third of their lungs, which can send the body into a state of fight or flight or a sympathetic um, response, which is when our immune system shuts down, our digestion shuts down. We start aging faster because our body's in a state of inflammation. There's stress hormones flooding our body like cortisol. And we all know that it's not good to be stressed. Um, And so what we can instead do with breath work is start to take control of that autonomic nervous system and bring our body back into a parasympathetic response where it's kind of where most people would know it as rest and digest or stay and play where the immune system starts functioning properly. We're actually giving our bodies and our brains time to recover. We don't see that there's any perceived threats around us. And so for women, you know, you are more fertile, you are your hormones are properly functioning. You have happy hormones thrown out or thrown out, um, flooding through the entire body like serotonin and dopamine. And so we want to bring our bodies back into that balance between sympathetic and parasympathetic. And thousands of years ago, we were only really in a sympathetic state, which is the fight or flight for a little like chunk of time because we were running away from a tiger or trying to find some sort of safety. But then once we found the safety, we would go back into that parasympathetic state. However, because we're on our phones or we have a negative thought, this trait or this evolutionary trait has become maladaptive. And so we can send our bodies into that stressful state just by thinking a thought alone or seeing something on TV. And so what that does is start to shorten the breath a little bit. That's where we start to feel our heart pounding a little bit more, a shortness of breath, it's choppy. And so when we bring different breathwork styles in, we can start to retrain ourselves how to breathe and use the entire capacity of our lungs. And so it really is such a powerful and easy practice to bring into our day. And when we look at the difference between breath work and breathing, most of us, again, are breathing shortly where we could be taking really big breaths in. And then there's also, of course, different techniques to do different things in the body. And so we do have more feminine um, practices that bring that balance back in, that recovery back in, that um, that slowness and softness back in. But then there's also more high energy and intense practices that bring that kind of sun energy, that masculine energy into the body. And so for me, I like to play between the two and kind of make myself like a breathwork cocktail on a daily basis. And it's whatever I need. If I need a little bit more of that feminine energy, if I want to create something, if I want to tune into my intuition, I'll do Nadi Shodana or um, equal ratio breathing. If 
if I want a little bit more energy for the day, I'll do something like Bastrika or Kapalabhati to bring that energy into the body. And so I know that this is a lot of information because like I said, there's dozens of different breathwork styles and for myself and my clients and in my certification program, it's really all about how we can use these tools to deepen our own practices and then be able to facilitate it so others can experience the transformation of breathwork as well and use this tool to have massive breakthroughs in all of their, all areas of their life. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Wow, that is some powerful information. So in essence, breath work is about taking control of our breaths, but also using it for specific situations. Like starting from my own um, experience, I haven't trained in breath work, but I've used aspects of it. And something that pops into my mind right now is a Kundalini breathing called breath of fire that I use mm -hmm. a lot. Specifically, there is um, a Kundalini yoga meditation called ego eradicator, where you use your hands in a specific mudra and your breath of fire to like detox energy from your body. And also mm -hmm. you have like the more deep belly breaths, something I learned from, from my singing classes, uh, which is yeah. all about like coming into your presence and, and, and coming into this parasympathetic uh, state. So uh, I'm, I'm wondering just for like people's uh, interest right now, what can we use breath work for? What can we achieve? You mentioned like balancing masculine and feminine energy, but what are some life situations where we would want to use breath work for something specific that can give us like an instant uh, boost or balance or shift? Yeah, absolutely. Great question. So first of all, I usually pair breathwork and meditation together and I'll do um, the pranayama style, uh, the pranayamic style of the Kundalini breath of fire, which is Kapalabhati, translates to the same thing, or it's also skull cleansing breath or skull shining breath. There's a lot of different trans yeah. uh, translations, um, but that is a shock karma. So it's a cleansing technique. It's used as a purification of the body. And so when we look at it as a tool to use before meditation, it's a way for us to start to cleanse the mind, cleanse the body of stagnant energy and any um, thoughts that have been reoccurring or making us shift into that monkey mind. And so using breathwork before meditation actually allows us to sit in meditation with more ease and have more spaciousness between our thoughts. And so that's a beautiful example of just using breathwork in real life. If you have been, a med been meditating or tried meditation before and you're like, I can't sit still because I have so many thoughts in my head, try, try breathwork first and see how that shifts your energy and gets you into that still state before actually sitting in meditation. In addition to that, you can use different breathwork styles like the equal ratio breathing to support you in going to sleep at night. So inhaling for an equal count 
holding at the top, exhaling for that same count. So you could do five in, five hold, five out. Super simple and allows your body again to, st to start to shift into that parasympathetic state. Um, like I said, there's different breathwork styles that you can do if you're feeling a little low energy. You can bring in Vastrika to kind of like harness that sun energy, that masculine energy um, to bring a little bit more um, excitement into the body. Sometimes I'll feel my fingers start to tingle and stuff like that because you feel the sensation um, of just like moving that energy and increasing that energy. Um, and I also use breathwork as a tool for connecting to my intuition and connecting to divine and again, clearing that space. So when I do sit in stillness, that the connection is that much faster and that much easier for me to get to because ultimately when we get into more advanced styles of breath work where we're holding our breath for and retaining our inhales or retaining our exhales, these tools were used um, in ancient India to create more closeness to God. And so when we can experience that in real life and find that divinity within us through breathwork and through meditation, it is such a powerful, powerful practice. I mean, talk about increasing trust and faith for anyone that feels like they're in this alone. Doing these practices really allows you to just like tune into that universal energy, that divine energy, and know that we are definitely not alone and we are always supported here. And so those are just a couple of, of examples. Um, again, there's so many different styles of breathwork. And so we really can use them as a prescription for so many different things that are going on in our life. Oh my God, I love this. And I want to get a little practical right now. I especially liked uh, mentioning when you mentioned that we can use breath work to access our intuition. So what, uh, what the Lit Up Lightworker podcast is all about is giving people tools they can use to connect with the divine and therefore get this uh, knowledge of what their soul purpose is. So I'm wondering if you can teach us something quick that everybody can try right now, even when they're listening or watching, uh, to access their intuition. Is there something we can do right now? Yes, yes. So I will give this, pra this practice for everybody. And I would suggest actually watching it because uh, watching this on YouTube so you can see the video because I'm going to show you a mudra. And then maybe we can, I don't know how we can do this for anyone that's listening, but maybe some sort of link or something. Yes. Um, anyone that's this... listening can just go to YouTube, search for Ava Joanna Breathwork and you'll find the episode. Amazing. Okay, cool. So I'm going to do it on half of my face so you can, so I can still hold this and talk. The mudra that we're going to be using actually covers the whole face and this breathwork style is called morcha which is um fainting breath and so it sounds a little scary don't worry um so you plug your ears with your thumb you put your index finger on your eye you put your middle finger on your nose to plug your nose and then ring finger above the lip pinky finger below the lip and so you do this on both sides of your face to basically close off all of your senses so that's what we're doing we're closing off all of our senses so before you completely plug your nose what you do is inhale fully through the belly rib cage chest so breathe in as deeply as you possibly can hold the breath at the top and Bring the mudra to both sides of your face. Again, I'm only doing it on one side right now so I can talk. So you're going to hold at the top, lift your chin up towards the sky and hold here. 
for as long as you can. And so what you will likely experience is a ton of visuals behind your eyes. You might find a little resistance come up of, oh my God, how am I supposed to hold my breath right here? Know that that's just your ego and fear. You know, we know exactly when we're at that, that comfort level pointer where we're about to be in a place of uncomfortable or discomfort and um, holding there. And then when you are ready to release, you exhale through the nose. And so it's all in and out of the nose. I do that three times and then I'll sit in meditation and it is a powerful practice. Um, George, you'll have to do it after we, after we hop off here. Um, I always do it before I go into a meditation. Again, it's just that quick way to access the divinity inside of each and every one of us. It, it's a quick way to kind of heighten our senses. And then after you finish that third round of breath, I always will just ask myself for, for me to connect to my intuition. I simply ask, how can I best serve today? But if you have a specific question that you want guidance to, you can just simply ask that and sit in meditation for about 10, 15 minutes afterwards or until you receive the answer that you're looking for. <laughs> Oh my goodness, I am so sold. Like even though even though I tried it for like like a few seconds right now, I could see the visuals that you were mentioning like coming up and I could I can yeah. already feel a shift even though I've done it on one side of my face. I'm gonna certainly try tomorrow morning after uh before my meditation and I'm actually going to text you <laughs> to let you know yes, how it felt. Please do, please do. Yeah. And so for anybody watching, it's just doing it on both sides. Again, inhaling fully, holding it at the top, lifting your chin up, not so you're crunching the back of your head, but you're lengthening both sides of the neck as much, much as possible. And what that's actually doing is engaging our throat lock, which is one of our bandhas, which is an energy lock. And so I won't get into that, but if you yeah. want to take my certification program, I talk all about our bandhas, um, which are energy locks throughout our body. Um, and then again, exhaling completely and just asking whatever question that you want, you wish to receive guidance from. And George, when you do it on both sides and close both of your eyes and have the full mudra, whew, whew, get ready. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited to try it. Now let's talk about the Academy of Breath because I know so many people listening right now and watching will be interested. So what is the Academy of Breath and why did you create yeah. it? Yeah, so, you know, I, above all, have found breathwork and meditation to be the two practices that have supported me the most in stepping into a space of empowerment within myself. Because when we are embodying the practices that we teach to other people, we feel more confident. The imposter syndrome isn't there. We are, again, embodied leaders. Um, I have used breathwork and meditation again to connect to my intuition. So inspired ideas come through ideas that move me into alignment with my soul expansive success, move me into a greater alignment with the divine in a place of service. And they have been tools that have supported me greatly in supporting my own clients through massive breakthroughs in their business or their personal lives or any trauma. And so after using these tools for about four and a half years, five years, having gone through meditation teacher trainings, breathwork teacher trainings, I knew that I wanted to create something that was specific for coaches, healers, lightworkers, teachers, anyone who works with clients in a one-on-one -on -one group or virtual setting to be able to facilitate these tools because a lot of people are facilitating meditation or guiding meditations or um, guiding breathwork, but haven't actually gone through any 
training to understand what's actually happening in the body, what's actually happening in the mind on a spiritual level. Why do we do the things that we do besides just telling someone to close their eyes and breathe? Um, so they can show up as greater healers and greater facilitators for their clients and really be able to show up and knowledgeably talk about the things that are becoming such huge, um, huge tools for so many of us in the wellness space. And so the Academy of Breath is a six-week certification program for anyone looking to deepen their practice and then extend it out to the world. And really my goal with this is to create more teachers, create more teachers that are connecting to divinity, create more teachers that are supporting the collective awakening of the world, and create more teachers that are, again, embodied leaders that can step forward and teach these tools from a place of confidence, a place of walking the walk in a place of empowerment. So they're empowering their clients to learn these tools too. So again, we all step into that space of knowing that we have that inner guru that we can all connect to versus having to lean on someone else, which is fine. It's totally cool to lean on someone else. You know, that's why I love working with coaches. But I think the goal of anyone that we work with, any schooling or education that we go through is so we can learn enough to be able to lean on ourselves. And that's really why these breathwork styles and these meditation practices have spoken to me so much because they really are tools that anyone can do, anyone can integrate into their life and be and do it in a safe way and in the comfort of their home and experience those massive breakthroughs without having to rely on anything else or reach for something outside of themselves. So it's really an upgrade for healers and teachers and mentoring on how they can mentor and guide meditations and breathwork exercises better, actually. And what I love about both meditation and breathwork, as you've just mentioned, is how, uh, how instant the results are when you, when you practice the process. And it's something we've experienced uh, with that breathwork process you taught us right before. And uh, I know you have a discount link for us, for the listeners. Could you tell us a little bit more about that? Yes. Yeah, so the... Uh, the certification program, the Academy of Breath, begins on June 1st, and the practice, again, it's a six-week program, and I'm so excited to be offering your listeners, if anyone is here to join and excited by it and wants to expand their core offering or just deepen their own practice and really become, you know, the skilled meditators and, and breathwork pr practitioners that we've always, like, wanted to be but have always, like, held ourselves back from, this is a great way to just plop yourself in and start a consistent practice. Um, so there will be a code within the show notes for everyone to take advantage of. And again, it starts on um, June 1st and there's open enrollment up until that point. So if anyone also has any questions about it, they can contact me via DM or via email um, and I'm happy to answer any questions. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for sharing this powerful tool of breath work with us, Ava. Where can people get in touch with you? And of course, all the links uh, for the Academy of Breath will be in the show notes for everybody to access. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for having me on the podcast. So if you want to follow along my journey, my Instagram is at Ava Johanna. The podcast is The Alchemized Life. It's on Apple Music or Apple Podcasts. Yes. <laughs> uh, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, basically anywhere where you can listen to podcasts. And um, my website is avajohanna.com. Thank you so much, Ava. Wishing you a lovely rest of your day. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Lit Up Lightworker podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at George Lizos to grab your free Lightworker survival guide and catch the next live episode. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 